So, you're in the digital age, eh? Too cool for the radio, so you've downloaded this. You've actually chosen to listen. Sorry in advance, but here goes Ellie and Bex. I'm just so happy that we come to this juncture because every week we wipe the slate clean of the stuff-ups, the feck-ups we've had from the previous week. This radio station is one big pot of gold. It's time for Feck-Up Fridays. Be sure to be sure. Yeah, uh, we do put together a blooper reel because we don't like to celebrate achievements on this show. We've made that very clear. We like to celebrate mediocrity and That's right. people who are just all right at their jobs. If you put your hand up for every question in this classroom, you can yes. eat outside by yourself. Exactly. <laughs> uh, this week's Feck Up Friday little montage, um, yeah. a bit Ellie Cheney heavy, I have to say. Yeah, you've uh, had a man. I was going all right until I reckon, and I, don't, I haven't heard this yet, so I don't know if you've put it in, but yeah. yesterday we started reading... Something really simple, something small that was supposed oh, yeah. to go for 10 seconds. Yeah. And we were recording it, and I think I dropped about eight F-bombs. That's it's, how long it was for me to get it done. Yeah, it's the first time I've had to uh, enact the sensor beep sound effect <laughs> in <laughs> Feck Up Fridays. Uh, but let's get into it now. This week's blooper reel. Three, two, one, go. Uh, Big Boss Rod, our voiceover man. He just said it's the cash's own... The, sorry. Hey, uh, there's a chance of severe thunderstorms hitting the coast tomorrow. Did you know? As a trough formed from ex-tropical cyclone Esther moves down and east over the Darling Downs. What does that actually mean, Ellie? I don't know, something weathery. Well, yes. The coast's only Arvo Cash Comp. You really had to focus to get that sentence out, didn't you? I gave myself a clap. I'm so bad at it. <laughs> um, hey, I've got a question, Nick, that I have been wanting to ask someone from Survivor, and so not not you'll do, but it's good we've got you here. Um, <laughs> a quiet place too. We'll be giving them away, and of course the cash. Get it right, mate. And that going back up Fridays yeah. <laughs> with yeah. a little beep, beep in it. it. Beep it out. <laughs> yeah. I learnt um, that the owner of an underground bunker association. Yes. Has a super hot voice. Yeah, he's not an association, he's a builder. Oh, sorry. What's the A stand for then? Oh, Underground Bunkers Australia. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> One of the most fascinating things I find about this whole coronavirus uh, palaver. Coronavirus. Yeah, chuck that in for okay. Feck Up Fridays. Yep. And trying to qualm the fears, qualm, quash the fears, I should say, of many sunny coasters having I think, to well, rush you out. If we take the two words that you said there, qualm and quash, I think we come to what you really wanted to say, which was calm. Calm. No, 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 I wanted to say quash. Squash, in other words. Squash the fears. I would never forget to love you, Bex. I just want to put that front and centre. I remember to love you every day. You know we're on air. Okay, sorry, it is. (laughs) (laughs) And, of course, every day we play the cash... God, there's another one. We will play that again tomorrow. After school knocks off. Yeah, we will. We'll get you, kids. We're coming for you. you All can't right. Say no, that. we'll just look like, let's just go and try to give away a thousand dollars. Now you're offering the money. Stop digging a hole. No. We're going for you in a good way. Like we'll come get you, but like we'll we're, take what, you to with a... lollies or something. No, Is that no. where we're going? Yeah, I feel like Judge Judy when we do this. Speaking of which, yeah. R.I.P. to Judge Judy announced after 25 seasons, calling yeah. it quits. You can't say R.I.P. She didn't die. But I know. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> that probably was misleading. R.I.P. to the, the TV misleading. show. The panic that swept the country at the moment yes. with coronavirus fears, which is nothing to be sneezed at. Yeah. Oh, wow. No pun intended. No, I swear. Like, okay, we'll I swear on. there was no pun intended. It just happened. Anyway, uh, coronavirus, very serious. Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM. 91.9 CFM. Done something dumb and you need to speak. Ellie and Bex are
Well, I have a whole bunch of nominees for oh, this week. It's been I a week of that, hasn't it? I was literally about half an hour ago putting together my list and I was like, how do I narrow this down? So <laughs> very quickly, uh, I'm going to rattle off a few. First things hang first. On, hang on, hang on. We've got to tell people what the parameters are oh, here, right? Okay, There's right. a lot of um, virgin toolers here. Never use that phrase again, thanks. Yeah, I uh, thought that of the week. I said it. <laughs> It's ultimately what that little singy little jingle says. You or someone else doing something stupid oh, this God. weekend. From someone you shake your fist to in the traffic to something you stuffed up. It's all pretty easy. Yeah, uh, so my first nominee is Ubex. Unfortunately, I can't say what for because we are going to be talking about that in less than half an hour's time. What but the? there's something that you've done that is toolish beyond repair. Love you. Beyond like, repair, so we yeah, can't come back from repair. it. Yeah, it's beyond repair, so this is probably <laughs> our last show. I love it when you say those things and you go, I don't know what that means. No, I do know what it means. It's yeah. just, just, you know, maybe it is beyond repair. You don't know. Wait till you find out. It's happening soon. Uh, okay. Also, I'd like to nominate the country of Australia. Yes, I'm part An of that. An entire country. Well, that's the thing. The, co- the toilet paper chaos is out of control. Yeah, that's true. And I'm mad true. about it. Um, but then I thought, I can't nominate a whole country. So, the one that I've decided to go with, the Ellie Cheney Tool of the Week, is a man named, wait for it, De Adrian Lequin. Anderson. Oh, come on, he's got to be an American. <laughs> he is. He's 24 Adrian. years old. He has just gone to jail, old De Adrian, because... He's gone to de jail. He, he went uh, viral. Yes, uh, With the viral. a viral video because he licked a tub of ice cream in a supermarket and put it back in the shelves just for a little prank. Oh. And now it's gone so far as to send him to jail for a year for food contamination. Wow! <laughs> All for licking ice cream. All he wanted to do was get a few Insta followers, but no, it's fair enough. You there can't you go. go. Licking yeah, ice not cream. in this climate, mate. Nah. Five four five double one nine one nine. I'm going to chuck a thirty dollar Kmart voucher out there for the best tool nomination. It's you or someone else doing something stupid. It could be something super simple. Maybe you're sitting behind them in traffic. Maybe there's someone you work with. I just had three really good nominations. Can I have the Kmart voucher? Because Kmart is my favourite store on earth. Five four five double one nine one nine. After, of course, Harvey Norman and the Kiwanis Outlet. Of course. Of course. Give us a call with your Tool of the Week nomination. Asia for Aruna. Who do you want to nominate? Uh, my friend Bronwyn. She <laughs> went out a couple nights ago and she just happened to walk off and roll her ankle. And when she landed... She might have broken her wrist, but the doctors couldn't tell, so they put her in a cast anyway. <laughs> <laughs> How'd she do that? Um, surprisingly enough, she was actually, like, fake fighting with one of my friends. Fake but then fighting. once they finished, she literally just went to walk away and she just fell over. <laughs> so it was in the easier task of the two that she actually did the damage. Yeah. What were they fight- yeah. fake fighting over out of interest? Um... I don't know, just because they could. Okay. <laughs> but there is a thing, you know, in combat sports of delayed concussion where people get hit and then four, five, six, seven seconds later they drop. So I think you might want to keep an eye on your friend just in case. Oh, okay, I will. <laughs> there you go, there Asia. There you go, Asia. We will nominate Bronwyn as... Yeah. She's on the list officially. Kathy in Coolum, you or someone else, who is it? It's me, Kathy. <laughs> no, but who's tool of the week? Me. You! Yes, I love a self-nomination. Tell us, what did you do? I was a lot younger. I was only about 17 and my car broke down at the drive-in and then I had RSEQ come out and charged the battery up and it says you can't turn your car off until you drive it a bit. I had friends in the car and I made them jump out while I was going 10 kilometres because I thought I couldn't stop. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what do you mean? Did anyone so get they injured? Just tucked and rolled. No, they just tucked and rolled. How do 
my dream to oh, tuck and roll so out of a car. you didn't even pull the car over, no. pop it in neutral and say, get out of the car. No, because I thought I couldn't even stop, so I kept going. I, I just made them just jump out of the car. This is what worries <laughs> me in these situations. Like, Kathy, I really love our audience. You're a big part of that. But and when people like you ring up and, and I find out you've got a licence and potentially yeah. children, that really worries me. I have got children. That's sad, isn't it? No. <laughs> Kathy, what, sure what are you going to do about yourself? If they were jumping out the car, were you just going to sacrifice yourself? Well, by the time, then I just drove around, drove around, drove around after the half an hour. They tell me I had to keep driving my car for the battery. And then I just went home and parked my car. Yeah, but you and know, then I found out the next day that I didn't. I could have just sort of kept in neutral and just stopped. No, but Kathy's a great friend. She went past <laughs> and picked up all their mates. So they had oh, to exactly. run alongside it like a bobsled and jump in <laughs> at 10 days an hour. Kathy, hey. we'll give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, thanks. Ellie and Bex. And you're like, I just, I don't want to be here right now because the nerves I'm feeling are too much to deal with. Yeah, first I want to say a big thanks to Nitro Circus, of course, that you got this tour of Roars into the Sunny Coast Stadium on the 29th of March, okay? You can still get tickets, but we've been giving out uh, family passes to some really talented young Coasties uh, all this week. And the reality is uh, when we started doing this, looking for a junior correspondent, Elliot, to um, basically swing the microphone for us and interview all the stars on game day for Nitro Mm. Circus, we thought it would be a great idea to get kids who are really into it and had the gift of the gab up and about and, and speaking to some of their heroes. Yeah, mainly because we're lazy and we just wanted them to do <laughs> our jobs for us. But also, it's a cool thing to do. And for people who love Nitro Circus, getting yeah. behind the scenes is just phenomenal. And anyone who's a parent or an uncle or whatever else knows that to see kids involved in stuff and talking about stuff that really floats their boat it has a special... You know, it's got a special feeling to it. So that's what we were trying to do. What we didn't realise was that we would unearth... Um, probably one of the harder decisions of our uh, broadcasting careers in trying to find who was the one. Yes, and simultaneously it's made me decide a decision that's big in my life and that's that I think I want to have kids after this. Oh, come this. on. You know, it's like... Not, <laughs> not that powerful. Anyhow, let's take a look back at uh, those that made it to the top of the class over the last five days. All week we've been looking for our Nitro Circus junior correspondent and Xander from Bly Bly got things off to a pretty good start. Okay, so I... Always watched Ryan Williams on YouTube, and I've wanted to be like him. And I've he's inspired me to be a scooter kid and like all different type of riding stuff. And I've always just wanted to meet him one day because he's a big legend. Oh, Xander, well done! You're a scooter that is, kid. That is a very strong first that entrant. Is. Then Jackson brought the cuteness factor when he stepped up to the plate. Um, I really, really love it. Like infinity times. And my brother and my mum loves it too. My my favourite's the guy on the wheelchair just flips and everything on it. Oh, Jackson. If you had um, the wheelchair guy or R. Willie, what would you ask them? Probably, um, um, like, how long did it take them to do their tricks? Oh, that's a good question. Mikkel from Maroochydore offered to take the job into the digital age. I'll make sure I take selfies and get signatures and... I love the Nitro Circus so much. I'd love to go. Oh. And it's oh. been my dream. He is wow. a kid of the digital age. You and know? he's got all those heart-wrenching uh, sentences like, it's been my dream. I know. And I love that, like, he's incorporating social media into it because it's a big, you know, it's an up-and-coming account. Okay. You're, you're tugging just, at the heart. Hang on, just hold there, Mikkel. Very well done, by oh, the way. You goodness. should be very, very proud. Very well done, Mikkel. You've got to stop crying when we do I know. things for I'm kids, I'm really okay? cocky You've all of a sudden. You've got to stop. Yesterday, Ellie needed a Kleenex sponsorship as Bodie got super cute 
And so did Levi. Bodie is nine years old and in Sunshine. Hello, Bodie. Hi. Bodie from Sunshine Coast Live saying from over here at Natural Circus. Hello. <gasps> wow. <gasps> Oh my God. Imagine that I'm one of the athletes from Nitro Circus. How would you interview us? I'll say how much tricks have you done. Oh, oh. I can't do this segment anymore. This <laughs> is too, my ovaries are so sore right now. <laughs> this is Levi, nine turning ten. Levi, nine turning ten. He's back. Oh. You've got an R Willie or someone like that standing right next to you. Take it away. What do you say? What was their worst injury and who had it? All right, Levi. If you're interviewing me, Bex, on the radio, what one question would you ask me about my job? Uh, do you like to tell the weathering? <laughs> oh, wow. That's pretty cute. <laughs> and now we're going to go to Bodie. Bodie, if you're interviewing me, what one question would you ask me? How much money do you make? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. There you go. Cheeky little monkey. <laughs> it's been a real journey. Yeah, to all those kids, Xander, Jacko, Levi, Mikkel, and Bodie, who just so happened to be uh, coming through town uh, with his old man and his sister, Shani, to pick up their family pass for uh, Nitro Circus. Bodes, who yeah. do you think should win that? Come right close up to the microphone, buddy. I've been accused one, me. Oh, <laughs> the cutest one, him. <laughs> He's got a bit of swag. <laughs> well, what would it buddy. mean for you? to be crowned our first ever junior correspondent to talk to your heroes at Nitro Circus Live. What would it mean for you? How would it feel? Legitness? Legitness? <laughs> Is that what the kids say these days? I'm so out of touch. He's already schooled me before about how I'm not doing things the right way. And what was it that was 2019? I couldn't shake your hand because that's 2019, not 2020. Yeah, yeah, come All on, right. come on, Bex. All right, come in close, family, come in close. We've got to make a decision now. We do. We had a lot of good entries. Everyone was good. All those kids are going with their families and any one of them could swing a microphone for CFM loud and proud. That's true. And we'll probably call on them later when there's an event that we can't interview people it's for It's like the well. Australian cricket team, you know. They're just playing shield cricket. And, but the Steve Smith of this situation, our very own junior correspondent for Nitro Circus, the You Got This Tour, on March 29 is Ellie. Three, two, one, let's say the name. Three, two, one. Bodie! You've won it, buddy. Bodie from Burnside. You are our junior correspondent. What do you say, champ? <laughs> Don't clam up now. You're asking me how much I earned yesterday. <laughs> What's doing? You're the man. You're going to be there. Ah, Willie Wheels, the whole crew. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. His sister's saying he's speechless. You're his agent. Yeah. Tell us, how's your brother feeling right now? Well, I know that he's very excited because I catch him all the time watching our Willie and, like, every scooter rider and skateboard rider. I don't know what oh. to call them. But um, all the time. And I'm just... And he's pretty much got his dream because now he gets to meet them all. Well, there you go. I Tell feel like, Shani, you can be alongside yeah. with him. <laughs> <laughs> well, the family's going to be there, mum and dad as well. And, uh, mate, you are now officially part of the CFM family. Congratulations and welcome. Thanks. Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM. And if you've been listening to our show for the last couple of weeks. First of all, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Mm, thank keeps you. the lights on. We appreciate it. If you are a first-time listener, though, yep. I'm about to take you on a bit of a journey. Mm. So about two and a half weeks ago, yes. uh, you announced live on the radio, unbeknownst to me, <laughs> that you had signed us up 
collectively as uh, a team for the Malulabar Triathlon? Yeah, just the sprint. You know, it's a 20K cycle, 5K run and a 750 ocean swim. Nothing much. Yeah, so I thought, okay, cool. You're team captain. You're the one who's taken the reins and, yes. and you've signed us up. Clearly and, thought this through. Yeah, yeah. And I don't really need to do much except uh, get fit because I am notoriously not a swimmer mm. and I've yeah. been allocated the swim legs. So ever since then, I've been going to the pool. I've been going down with the beach bums at Malulabar Beach. Uh, I've been uh, training, right? Let's be honest. A, a 20K cycle, most people who aren't clinically dead can get through that. Yeah, well, that was going to be your leg. <laughs> yeah. Then, like, a week into this, you realised, oh, hold on, I've got, what, my sister-in-law's 40th birthday in Thank Uluru God. that weekend? Thank God. So you conveniently <laughs> dropped out. So I was then left to try and find a I couple I wanted. Of- I begged my wife. I said, don't take me to the rock. I don't want to go barramundi fishing. <laughs> I don't want to eat under the stars. I want to cycle and get chafe. I want that. Yeah, but you're not doing it. Apparently, you pulled out. Okay. So I was then left up without a team. I was scrambling around to look for a runner and a cyclist and everything. And then Mm. last night came. Exhausted, I was sitting in my bed after smashing out one and a half k's at Cotton Tree Aquatic Centre that morning. I thought, you know what? I'm just going to have a look on the Malulabar Triathlon website. Yes. And I'm going to figure out what the course is and just, you know, all the info that I need to know Uh because I'd assumed that you'd already done that. Nah, no, no, no. I just saw an opportunity to throw us under the bus and I did it. So um, I went on to the sprint section, which is the event that you'd allegedly signed us up for. Yes. There is no team's entries into the sprint section. (laughs) It is a solo event only. If you want to enter a team, you have to do the full triathlon, which is a one and a half K swim. Oh, it's so good. And so I'm sitting That's there and I'm so like, surely good. maybe he's like spoken to the people at no, the new try. And no, I just had a boy look at the website. <laughs> so I'm sitting there. I cannot do the full triathlon. I, I can't do the three legs of the sprint. Yeah. It's just, it's out of the question. I, I don't have a bike. You could bust out one and a half k's in the water, couldn't I, you? Uh, well, it'd be a stretch. It's what I've been doing at the pool, but in yeah. a race situation, no. Not yeah. only that, but I still don't have a cyclist or a runner because no one wanted to help me out with it. Yeah. So bad. Good job from the audience. Here I am, yes. live on the radio, being pushed to boiling point. I have to tender my retirement what? from the triathlon business. I can't do it. There's what? No, there's no way I can do it. Yes, I was going to do the 750-metre sprint, you but I cannot millennial. do a 20K run and a 5K run on top of that in one week. I can't train for that. I don't have time. I've been focusing on the 750-metre it's, it's all well and good to say you can't train for that 10 days out, but you had a four-day bender in Perth in the it middle of the It was not a bender. It was a wedding and it was beautiful. Okay. Were you drunk and emotional at one stage and grabbed your hey. boyfriend to the side and asked him if he wanted to have babies? Did that happen or not? How are you turning this yes on no? me right now? Your yes mistake, or no. which you have done mistake after mistake after mistake just... of throwing me under the bus. Anyway, I have a resolution. Oh, good. I have done some more research and I've discovered that this weekend yes. is the Malulabar Mile. Oh, yes. Which is an open water meters. swim uh, from Malulabar to Alex, I believe yep. it is. And there is a half mile event, oh. which is 800 metres, oh, which you. is what I've been training for. So if you will come down and be my coach on Sunday morning. Does that mean I have to hang out of the boat and stuff? No, you just have to come and watch and support me. You have to kayak me, or anything? You have anything? to give me presents and anything I require from now until then. Yeah. I will do that instead of doing the triathlon. All right. Sunday, yeah. Oh, look, it's not ideal. Oh, it's not ideal for you. <laughs> You're not the one getting up at six o'clock hey, hey, every hey. morning hey, to hey, go hey. swimming. You're not hey. one paying five dollars hey. eighty every time she's got to go to Cotton hey. Tree Aquatic Centre hey. just for a swim. Hey, hey, hey. 
little respect for your coach here, okay? If you want me to be your coach, if you want me to be your coach, you've got to have to listen, okay? No, 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 no. Actually, I, I take I the word coach question. back. I just, no, you can't. It's out there. It's like saying, will you marry me? Sorry, didn't mean that. Uh, I'm never saying that to you. Okay. I just want to know one thing, okay? Sunday morning, right? Sunday yes. morning, what time? Roughly. 10.45. Okay, cool. Just one one condition if you're going to train with me, okay? Oh, if, if, you, if you're going to be my athlete, there's one condition. What's that? Can I be hungover? No, you cannot. You're not allowed to drink from That's now it. I'm until out. then. I'm out. This team sucks. Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM. You know how we always like to discuss what we've learned each day yes. on this show? Um, As in we started doing that yesterday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know it's a ah. new thing. And, yeah. and it's not necessarily what we're doing now, but I just did want to bring up one little tidbit that I yeah. learned from listening to this very station today. Okay. Um, I had the radio on in the background and I heard our news person come on and mm. say that the ukulele is now the most popular instrument in Australia by a long shot. It's talking about schools though, right? No, it's talking all over, all around. Yeah, hipsters, mate. It's, I mean, yes. It hipsters is with their of... top knots and their avocado lattes and their shoes without socks, don't you? And they're wearing pe- pedal pushers disguised as actual jeans. Whoa, I didn't know you were There's so a lot there, hipsterous. Mate. There is a lot there. <laughs> and they're fixies. Get a bike with gears. Well, Idiot. are you calling every child in Australia a hipster? Because uh, the ukulele's made its way into schools as well. And and I say this as a man who owns a uke. Uh, I do oh, like the right, ukulele. Mr. Hipster? No, but I had it well before any of the, I've had it for 12 years. You know, Can it's you just play a this? Guitar. Or... Oh, don't. This is from my wedding day, I reckon. Oh, did you play it at your wedding day? Because that no, would be impressive. No. I would, love, I would love that for you. If my wife saw me play at my wedding day, I don't think we'd be married. That's how good I go. Do you know what? A side note, yeah. I asked my boyfriend, Gav, if we were to ever get married, mm. would he do a rap battle with me instead of a choreographed dance routine? Yes. He said no. He said I'm not sexy when I rap. Oh, wow. I know. Why did you bring that up now? Oh, sorry. I know. Well, but it's too much to <laughs> unpack. Side note, just drop it on him. What, the rap? Oh, yeah, I will. I'm planning on rapping down the aisle, Lisa bro. told me. Well, that's copy, it comes cop- to broad. She's big and wide. Maybe I wouldn't say that about uh, myself. Oh, you're copying my wedding if you do that. But anyhow, that's not a big deal. <laughs> Let's go back to these ukes. Yes. Ukes, because oh, I remember when I was going through school, I know I'm, what, 12 years older than you. When I was going through school, it was the recorder. And even as a kid, I knew that was one of the most annoying instruments you oh, could ever play. But was three I able to? Three blind mice. Oh, I was going to say hot three cross buns. Three blind mice. <gasps> hot cross buns and three blind mice are the same thing. Okay. Have you been drinking? Have you been drinking? I've not. You've just cracked a beer, though. I haven't. Did you know that? But I'm the only one making any sense. You wanted to talk about ukuleles here. Yeah, but did you know that hot cross bun and three bun mice are the same? Bex, we need to discuss these things when they come up, okay? I need someone that I can just bounce these (laughs) mind-blowing moments (laughs) off. Sorry. Okay? But I probably noticed that 20 years ago. Three bun mice, three bun mice, hot cross buns. Wow. Wow. Okay. Uh, so 200,000 ukuleles are imported each year to this country. which you overtakes... tell it's bigger than guitar. Yeah, guitar's only 50,000. Bigger than flute. Yes. Violin. I played violin at school. What did you, you play at school? I played the cello. We could have been a, a little duet. Oh, God. We are a duet. A string media. duet. Have a look. There's a poster of us on the wall. Oh, Not right. for long at this rate, though. <laughs> to be honest. Ellie and Bex. So I, I mentioned that I'd share something with you that would probably get me getting a lot of crap. Uh, from you and from our audience. But I, I also want to open up, I guess, a forum or, or the phones at the very least for people to share if they do something similar. <laughs> uh, There's so many options running through my mind of things that you do that you need support on. I've been looking for a new pair of work shoes over the last couple of weeks. And uh, a side note about me, although I'm a bloke and 
whatever else. I have quite a collection of shoes. I really like to have different options when I go to work. It's a little bit of weird quirk that I have. Okay. And usually it takes a while. I think like a lot of people, unless a pair grabs you, you don't really go for them. Oh, you know I wear I mean? the same pair of shoes every day. Oh, yeah. I forgot who I was talking to. <laughs> I hate that shoes. You're effectively, I... you've got a rolling rotation of three outfits, <laughs> yeah, basically. That, that, that's what happens. So anyhow, I found a pair of uh, shoes that absolutely floated my boat. Have a look at them. They're not too bad. They look pretty reasonable, sort of trainer type things. Yeah. yeah. Um, what you don't know about <gasps> these... What? Um, I, I think I just guessed where you're going with this. And if it's what I think it is, then I'm really excited. What you don't know about my new shoes is that they're actually women's. Yes, that's where I was hoping we were going with this. Great, great news. So they're, they're technically Ellie Cheney shoes. I could be wearing them. <laughs> they are. But you're, what size are your feet? Uh, seven. Seven. Yeah, 11. Oh, big man. Yes, that's why I said it that way. <laughs> I wear women's shoes, okay? And I'm not afraid to say it. Do you know what, though? This isn't as weird. As much as I want to tear you to shreds right now, it's not as weird as you think. They're just I, trainers. Well, I used to work at Nike, and yep. a lot of the time people would be buying shoes for the opposite sex because of sizing issues particularly. Well, I also think that kind of these days um, things are a lot more homogenous, if you like. Yeah, especially They're running shoes. Similar in the middle. And trainers, like, the, 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 the you know, like for example, you know this, the Air Force One styles and whatever else. Like oh, yeah. People yep. wear them, you know, whether you're a man or a woman, but... I knew you'd want to give me a little bit of stick on this. And I also wanted to open this up a little broader because it reminded me of a few things. 545-11919, please help me here. Do you use a product that's intended for the opposite sex? Yeah, when you said you wanted to do this, I immediately thought maybe it was going to be like your underwear or something. So to be honest, I'm quite relieved. No, it's just my shoes. Okay. Actually, my, my, the last guy I did radio with, he used to use Lady Speed Stick. Oh, yeah. I've used my boyfriend Gav's um, Nivea for men. There you go. But I love it because then I smell like him all day and it's cute. All right. You made me puke just then. 545-11919. Really simple question. Do you prefer a product that's intended for the opposite sex? (laughs) If you need ladies' shoes and you're a bloke, I can show you where to go because (laughs) I've been looking for new work shoes for a while and I just confess to you, Ellie, and I don't think you gave me as much stick as I thought you would. Well. That, that, that I'd bought a pair that were designed for women. They're just Nike trainers, right? Yeah, there's a reason I didn't give you a lot of stick because it's 2020, man. Gender divisions are smaller than ever. And I say that ahead of International Women's Day on Sunday, which yeah. we are celebrating big time. I was going to say, you hosted a, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. a lunch today on International Women's Day. If you'd come out swinging, it would have been a little bit weird. But <laughs> my point is, though, and, and I think it's kind of where you're going as well. Like, I'm a blokey bloke. Mm. Okay? And, and, I, and I like being a masculine, regular human being in a lot of ways. But... When it comes to things like these products, a lot there's a lot of crossover nowadays. Like yeah. a lot of shoes that you can use. I mentioned my mate who uh, uses Lady Speed Stick. That's a little bit stranger, if you like. Just because it's got the word lady in it, though. If it just had Speed Stick in it, it'd be fine, <laughs> right? This is true. You know? I thought we'd open it up uh, just to uh, for a bit of an aha moment on 545-11919 and find out what product you use that's intended for the opposite sex. Yeah, Amanda's in Mumbai. Amanda, is it you or someone else that uses a product that's not quite designed for you? Actually, my son, because he's got massive feet, <laughs> and he's—I uh, had to return his school shoes because they got broke in two weeks. And then I found some that actually would suit school, um, pure black with a few white stripes, and they're actually women's shoes. And he just heard Bex talking about it. He walks past the radio and he goes, 
he wears women's shoes and so do I. Oh, <laughs> a little legend, see? Nothing to worry about there. We are quite comfortable in our masculinity. I just wouldn't That's have told right. him that they were women's shoes, you know? Just I like almost him... did it. Yeah. But it was on the box and I just went, and he'll go, because his brother's got, his brother's two years older, so he'll be like, i got a bigger size shoe than you because his brother's oh. size five and he's a size six instead of size four. Yeah, the boys so don't like, miss oh. anything, do they? They do not no. miss anything. And no, I tell you, I'm so, not going to get away with it. I'm so, going to have to tell him. They're women's shoes. There's <laughs> nothing that you use in your life, for example, that uh, is perhaps intended for hubby? Uh, not really. Oh, yeah, well, you... I use men's razors and shaving cream, that oh, sort of stuff. Yeah, they're, they're better. So much better. What's better about them? Sorry to turn this into you an just, episode of Oprah, you but get what's a better? Smoothest shave. Yeah, much smoother. I, I must admit, Amanda, ever since um, Ellie's been using them, her moustache is far less pronounced, <laughs> so <laughs> it's quite good. You haven't even seen my ear hair yet either. Oh. Oh, my daughter my daughter used to have ear hair. Oh, well, there you go. I've got, I've got, I've got a trimmer for that. Same I've got nose hair. Anyway, this is getting this is right, okay, I, I kind of I really feel like we peaked about you yeah. having a mustache. <laughs> Cheers, Amanda. Have a great weekend. Thank you, too. Ellie and Bex. Ellie and Bex. Hey, if you love celebrities, then this is for you. It's a podcast. It's called Starstruck, and it's by the one and only Angela Bishop. And uh, I haven't <laughs> spoken to you in about ten years. How have you been? Oh, look, the important thing is that neither you or I have changed a bit. Both look just as young as we did 10 years ago. Yeah, but no, Ooh. but seriously, you look exactly the same as I get to see you on telly all the time. We used to catch up pretty much at every junket that, that turned up, but I've put on about 20 kilos, which ironically, 10 kilos of that is grey hair. So. <laughs> oh. so you're a silver fox is what you're saying. Well, see? he's got, what's the stuff you call it? Just for men. Hey, a, I don't... What? <laughs> we had a photo shoot recently and he, he went and got some Just For Men the day before just to iron out the greys. So, you know. I love it. Yeah, but it went all copper and it was just this <laughs> massive, massive problem. Uh, now, Angela Bishop, we uh, want to talk to you about your new podcast because it's uh, spilling the tea, basically, with some of the best celebs in the country. And I, I don't want to offend your contemporaries that may be listening, uh, of course, the great Dickie Wilkins uh, and people of that ilk, but... In my experience, you are always the go-to, always the gun entertainment reporter in Australia. And you've managed to do that for near on 20 years. How have you sustained such a wonderful career? That, first of all, that is very nice of you to say that. Um, and I think I, the only thing I can put it down to is I think when you really, really love something, do you know what I mean? Yeah. You just... Um, you pour your heart and soul into it, and I think that's what's kept me going. There's a realness. You managed to do Hollywood reporting without being all glitz, glamour, showbiz and fakeness at any stage. There's, there's a realness, and I think that potentially comes back to that passion for Hollywood. When you're asking those questions, it's because you genuinely are a fan of what they do. Oh, that's, that's very nice of you to say so. And I guess after all these years, the other advantage is sometimes I've met them before, sometimes it's second, third, even fifth, sixth time I'm interviewing them. I find that way with my parole officer. It's exactly, it's exactly. Yeah, parole officers are much the same. <laughs> Having been in the industry so long, Ange, do you find that now famous people don't really excite you so much? And is there anyone who still kind of gets you nervous to interview? Yeah, look, the ones that get me nervous are if I've worshipped them for my entire life. Like, for instance, I had been wanting to interview Clint Eastwood for years and years and years and years, and I finally got to do him a couple of years ago. And I've got one of those watches that measures your heart rate, <laughs> and I measured my heart rate right before I went in the interview, and it was 124 beats per minute <laughs> instead of 
instead of 70, which is, uh, you know, what it should be. So that gives you the indication. I sort of calmed myself down and became a grown-up once I got inside. But, uh, yeah, before that, it was uh, it was a bit hard. <laughs> I reckon Clint would have been at about 20 beats per minute. He is cold as ice. I don't know. Like... I, reckon, yeah. I know he's a big fan of Ange, so he was probably just as excited. <laughs> Captain cool. Captain calm. Uh, Angela Bishop, uh, this podcast, which is starstruck with Angela Bishop, really looking forward to it because it's uh, some of the bits that the public didn't get to see the interviews. And we know because we are to a lesser degree, like we're, you're like the Tiger Woods of interviewing. It's probably not the best. Uh, and yeah, we're, we're, no one wants to be Tiger, yeah, okay. come on. Come uh, you're, no, hang on, yeah, okay, let me, let me try again. You're the Roger Federer of, yes, yes, great. you know, yeah. and we're yeah. the Nick Kyrgios. Yeah, we'll uh, oh, potentially. Can we not be Nick? Can we be some oh. up-and-coming Anyhow, wild card or something? You, you do this super well. We do it uh, occasionally. And sometimes <laughs> the best parts of an interview are the parts that don't make it to air. And I noticed some of the names on this one, Robbie Williams, Sasha Baron Cohen, really guys that could go either way. Uh, in an interview, i.e. be amazing or give you nothing, depending on how they were feeling on the day. Anything memorable uh, that didn't make the initial cut from those two? Uh, look, uh, do you know, when I went back to look at the Borat interview, Sasha Baron Cohen, now remember, I had to interview him totally in character for the entire interview, so he is as Borat. And if you remember that film, you'll remember it wasn't one for the kiddies. No. They're in the very, Yeah, yeah. So we're on the middle of Bondi Beach, I'm actually amazed when I looked back at it. We've got the whole interview there now. Yeah. How much of it actually went to air, I like on the news at the time because I look back at it now and I'm just wowzers. <laughs> you know, Wouldn't happen these days. Pulling, <laughs> that's what one stage is pulling down the, the shorts of a stranger on the beach and rubbing sunscreen in on his bot bot. Oh, and, my goodness. You know, it's all this, it's, it's all this behind-the-scenes stuff. And, and same with Robbie. I mean... One of the first times I interviewed him was in a strip club in Melbourne. It's nice of Robbie Williams to interview you at your workplace. I mean, you know, it's not, not, not many superstars will do that. Climb down off the pole for 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but I hear he's a generous tipper, so it's okay. It's okay. Uh, Angela Bishop, uh, I stand by my claim at the start of this, having uh, watched uh, at least probably half of your career and had the pleasure of working uh, with you in the same circles for a long time. You are the number one entertainment reporter in this half of the world, and it is so good to see... Uh, your work being played out in full with your uh, podcast, Starstruck with Angela Bishop. I'm just going to try to get my head through the door after all those nice things you said, <laughs> but then I'll, then I'll remember the strip club sledge and we'll all be fine. <laughs> Thank you so much for chatting to me today. It's called balance. That's called balance. It's an interview technique. Thanks, Ange. <laughs> Thank you. Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM.